This episode is brought to you by Salesforce. Salesforce has just launched its new Future of Work Now podcast series in partnership with Singapore Community Radio. You can tune in to the podcast via Singapore Community Radio's Facebook page with a new episode landing every Friday. Uh, the Future of Work Now podcast focuses on how the ways in which we work and connect have fundamentally changed. It features an amazing lineup of thought leaders, executives, and community advocates who will discuss key themes such as business as a platform for change, the future of work, tech in hyperspeed, and the digital imperative. I'm really excited to tune in and I hope you will as well. Uh, but for now, let's iron out issues on board you're listening to the ironing board 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 podcast hello guys this is Heiko Fahim thank you for listening to this episode of the ironing board podcast where we iron out issues on board it is December guys can you believe it I mean it's been a bit of a crap of a year so far I'm sure no one thought that 2020 will pan out this way, uh, you know, with the pandemic and all. But then again, I started this podcast during the pandemic, so I'm quite thankful for it. Um, also, you know, just remember to follow me before I forget. I just need to tell you that to follow me on Instagram. That's at Heiko Fahim. The podcast has its own page at The Ironing Board SG. I'm also active on LinkedIn. So do connect with me there. If you want to email me, you're welcome to do so. I'm at Heiko at The Ironing SG. Or you can just use the contact form on our website. That's www.TheIroningBoard.sg. Speaking about the pandemic, you know, with COVID-19 and all that, I have a guest who's had quite the year facing the pandemic amongst all the other things that he's faced this year. Um, I have with me Raman Gior. Gior, how are you? Hello, uh, I am fine. Thank you. How are you today? Uh, I'm very well, Gior. No, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I've heard that you have had you know a very very interesting 2020 not something that a lot of people would hope for uh and we'll get to your story in a short while but joe you were introduced to me by the ray of hope initiative it's a great crowdfunding charity which helps so many people from different walks of lives uh through some of the plights in their lives uh so do check them out and Gior has also got a campaign running for him by the ray of hope initiative uh, that's live now. So if you want to donate to his cause, can do so at rayofhope.sg uh, slash campaign slash Raman. That's R-A-H-M-A-N. Um, Dior, before we start listening to what you went through this year, can you maybe tell us how old are you? I am 32 years old uh, and I'm from Bangladesh. Okay. Uh, and when, when do you come to Singapore, Dior? I um, came to Singapore in uh, 2017. Wow, okay, 2017. And in Singapore, you're a construction yeah. worker. So you work in construction line. So you, you know, help to build buildings and all that. Is that is that right? Uh, yeah, I am as a construction worker. Uh, we are uh, do the HDB block. Oh, okay, okay. So which was the last block that you were helping to build? Which, which area? 
The project name is uh, DC4. There's a Queenstown. Oh, Queenstown. Oh, that's actually a very premium housing area now in Singapore. So very interesting. Uh, but Gio, you, know, you have a bit of an unfortunate year, slightly unlucky. Uh, but I can see that you know you're a very smiley person. That you are you're very positive you, about man. it, and I'm I'm glad to see that. Uh, and obviously, Ray of Hope is helping you out a little bit. And understand that you had a bit of an accident this year. Uh, when you were working, um, can you tell us what happened? I am uh, my I have accident on 19 February in this okay. year. So uh, 19 February morning we done the toolbox meeting. Mm-hmm. Then we go on site. Uh, my some friend dismantling the metal formwork okay. after the casting. Okay. Then uh, me and another friend. Just uh, stack the metal formwork. Uh, all uh, all the formwork uh, keep nicely. Uh-huh. Uh, doing the uh, like housekeeping, okay. like housekeeping. That time uh, flying to in my eye something. Okay. I, I don't know what the thing. Okay. Because uh, there, there are people knocking. They use hammer. They use kupa. Okay. All this. Uh, then I ask my supervisor. Uh-huh. He advised me if you feel the annoyal, you. Can go the clinic or nearby site. Okay. Nearby okay. site have one clinic. There I go already. Then doctor say I am not the eye specialist, mm-hmm. but uh, I can give you the eye drop. Okay. You apply first, then see how. If uh, no improve after one week, mm-hmm. then you must see the eye doctor. Then uh, after one week, I see the some my eye condition is uh, bad. Oh, so okay, some so it got worse. Bad. Okay. Yeah. Then this doctor, I go again. Uh, this uh, same doctor. Then uh, she say you you don't wait and must go the see the eye specialist go eye center. Mm. Then I go Outram Park, the Singapore National Eye Center. Okay. There I take appointment. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they do the digital imaging. Okay, digital imaging. Uh, then, yep. Yeah. Then uh, they found the metal piece uh, in my left eye corneal inside. Oh. Then doctor take out this, but uh, still go scar. I see. Scar. Doctor say uh, this scar cannot recover. Okay. Cannot recover. Only can transplant. How's your eye vision right now? So can you see? I, you're wearing spectacles. You're wearing glasses now. Before this, you were not wearing glasses, right? Yeah. And, Before I never wear. And how's how's yeah. your vision right now? What can you see? What can you not see? Yeah. Without glass, I see the if I close the le- left. Uh, right eye, then the uh, left eye also the blah blah vision is a uh, blah blah, and where the glass is uh, something okay. I see the big big thing. Okay. The car, man, mm. uh, road, all all I can see. Can you read? The, can you read books? Uh, not- reading, I can see the big, okay. uh, big big one, but uh, some some one I cannot see. Okay, so you can't see the small one, and the doctor said that if you you cannot recover, uh, maybe. You need to go for surgery for transplant. So, do you think that you will go for transplant? Uh, no, I really scared. <laughs> okay, so you're scared to go for transplant. Is there any hope? Maybe you will recover. I don't know. Maybe it will get better. Do- doctor advised me, uh, if you you don't transplant, I know, but uh, you maybe the two years, four years, five years later, maybe uh, can be the pill the. Scar. Okay, so the, the scar might heal. So I I hope yeah, you will you you will get better uh, for you, Joe. 
but obviously because of the accident you currently are not working right uh, uh, yes okay. so you haven't been working since uh, February is it since February uh, no February also I I the, without MC day okay. I helped to my manager because my manager is a very good man mm. and uh, he say you just uh, no need to go work site mm. no need to just come uh, sit office I sign for you okay okay yeah, so, like okay so you still you still went to work uh, but right now yeah. so you're no longer working uh, but you're still sing, uh, staying in Singapore because I think you have a special pass to stay in Singapore correct. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, but you also have a family back home to to help out. Um. So later on, I want to ask you a little bit about a family. But just before we get into how you have responsibilities back in Bangladesh and how you hope to send money back home to help your family, I want to find out a little bit more about how you are working. A lot of people in Singapore don't know, you know, about what construction workers, how your day job is like what time you wake up, how you go to work and all that. So how maybe you can start with uh, how long do you work? What, so what's your working hours from 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock? How, what time do you start? Uh, I say honestly, I wake up uh, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and uh, follow lorry. We need to follow lorry okay. uh, 7 a.m. Okay. Uh, then go on site. Uh, working start uh, 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. and stop uh, working 10 PM. Wow. So 8 a.m., 10 p.m. That's about 14 yeah. hours. By the time you get back to your dormitory, it's about 11, about there? Uh, almost. Almost 11. Okay. Yeah. So 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. every day. Then after that, you go back to dormitory, you rest. The next day is the same. How how many hours a week? Or rather, not how many hours. How many days a week do you work? 2017 and 18, mm-hmm. I working every day. Uh, company rules every day must work Sunday public holiday every day 2019 uh-huh. 2019 uh, after March after okay. March I working uh, some uh, some Sunday I rest some Sunday some Sunday you rest but before yeah. that you say that every day seven days a yeah. week you work Sunday you work public holiday you work yes do you get extra pay during Sunday public holiday uh, no just uh, basic just basic salary yeah How much were you bringing back home in one month during that time where you work every day and all that? Uh, that time I earn thousand one hundred average. Okay. Thousand one hundred. That time I send for my family seven hundred. Okay. So you bring back home average maybe one thousand one hundred dollars, but seven hundred dollars you send back home to your family. Yeah. Uh, is that enough? I just asked you, uh, is it enough? Uh, the, uh, actually, uh, th- this uh, more than enough mm. if my use uh, this money. Mm. But this money, uh, they makan mm. and uh, medical, mm. so school money, mm. uh, all they pay. Mm-hmm. And some balance money we keep, keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I, I I come back time, I take a loan. Okay. Uh, this uh, loan uh, clear. Uh, keep, keep, keep. Then... Uh, Maybe one person, uh, Singapore dollar, I think, bros, uh, Singapore dollar uh, around okay. 1,000. Okay. Then I keep, keep, uh, this give uh, one person. I see. After keep, keep, give uh, one person. I see, like that. I see, I see. Okay. So, okay. So, but you work extremely long hours. I don't know how you do it, but, you know, I, for one, am very appreciative of migrant workers uh, in Singapore. 
Actually, a lot of Singaporeans, I think, are very, very thankful of migrant workers because you guys are doing work that a lot of us cannot do. So for me, is I believe that if I don't have people like you and your friends who come to Singapore to build our houses, build our HDB flats and all that, I don't know who will. Uh, so I'm very, very thankful for, for people like you who decide to come to Singapore to work. But you said that you have a family back home. Uh, how's the situation like back home right now? So how many, how many people are you supporting? You have your mother? Are you married? Uh, I haven't married. Uh-huh. I still like take care uh, my mother uh-huh. and two brothers uh-huh. and uh, one sister. Okay. I take care. And another, I have two sister. Uh, another one sister married already. Okay. Uh, they staying his uh, husband home. Okay. And I have one older brother. Okay. Uh, he got depression. Last time uh, when my my father is uh, passed away. Uh-huh. When my father passed away, my older brother took care of our family. I see. But uh, he still haven't married. Okay. But he now depression. Okay. Go always take care of us. He no money, haven't married. Mm. Then got depression. He uh, now I take care of my family. Okay. So your brother unfortunately is going through depression, and you also have yeah. sisters and your mother to take care of. Are your sister still schooling? Are your siblings still schooling? Going to school? Uh, yeah, my younger sister uh, go to school and uh, younger two brother also study. Okay. And my, my mother is a housewife, just uh, cooking and take care okay. of our family. And now that you don't have, you're not working, you don't have a salary and all that, how do you, so you're not sending money back home right now, so how do you send any money at all? Uh, I send money, uh, some money mm. the in uh, Sakit Birakar. Mm. I take uh, borrow from my friend mm. i my best friend okay my best friend he's a uh, rich, <laughs> uh, rich he is still singapore okay and uh, he, i take borrow from him then i i take uh, send to my family but uh, no too much uh, singapore money uh, 100 okay. or sometime 150 okay. uh, like that uh, and i say now covid 19 i cannot work uh, cannot work and cannot earn more money okay. uh, last time i working more and more money, mm. that's why I send more. Now I cannot. Uh, sorry. Okay. And then uh, still, my mom don't know. My family don't know that I have injury. I never oh. tell them. So you don't want them to worry that you actually had injury. Yeah, yeah. So if I if I told them, then my mother go very worry because he have the high pressure, uh, the high blood high pressure. blood pressure. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, the this one called uh, diabetes. Diabetes, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, she got diabetes. Okay. That's why I know give him pressure. So it must be very stressful for you. I mean, you, you don't have salary, but you have a family back at home to take care of. Your mother, you know, has some medical issues with diabetes and high blood pressure. You have siblings going to school as well. And this Ray of Hope campaign uh, for you, Jior, hopefully you will able to uh, get some money to send back home to help you out a little bit more. Um, and I don't know, maybe you can also, I'm not sure whether you will be finding a job in Singapore, uh, but hopefully I, I hope for the best for you. But I also want to ask you, apart from your injury and all that, that I understand that you lived in the dormitory uh, during COVID-19, during the circuit breaker and all that. And it is obviously very, very difficult time for anyone who was living in dormitories during COVID-19. Uh, we know that in Singapore, it's it was you know a story that people were talking about all the time because of the 
rampant number of cases that were happening in various dormitories. But which dormitory were you staying at, Joe? Um, this one, uh, Ubi. Okay. Uh, Ubi Avenue 2, the Oakside Temporary Dorm. This one, uh, Oakside Temporary Dorm. Okay. Uh, there, uh, I stay long time. Okay. Uh, I think there. But uh, April to September, uh, I thinking, I feel the like prison. Uh, I mean, uh, like prison. Okay, so you were staying inside the dormitory from April 2020 to September 2020 without going out? Yeah, not going out. Cannot buy food also. Cannot, uh, go, cannot go. Totally cannot go out. Just a lock. Inside your room? Inside the dormitory uh, yeah. room? Yes. yes. How do you eat? How do people send do you? Do you uh, or everything, uh, a room inside. Just go for uh, toilet and shower. Uh-huh. The toilet and uh, shower only can out. But otherwise, all time uh, room inside. What do, you, what do you guys do? How many people inside one, one room? Uh, one room, that time, 10 people. I mean, for five, six months from April to September, that's about five to six months. Um, what do you guys do? I mean, do you guys talk to each other? How do you, I mean, it must be very, uh, very, we... very boring, right? Uh, yeah, very boring. And I uh, like uh, that time, you know, the all, everything uh, going uh, not well. Yeah. And then uh, headache, too much headache and got like depression, you know. Mm. Uh, that time, always thinking uh, how to do, how to do, mm. how to do, when become a situation normal. Mm. The many depression yeah. at that time uh, not not only me that time go our uh, train also i'm sure i mean it's not difficult i don't know how to be there i mean it's not like you are a criminal i mean you uh, yes. <laughs> you are working in singapore and all that but you unfortunately have to be locked up in uh almost like a prison cannot go anywhere and all that so you get food sent to you but you're not working do you get salary still uh no i don't i don't have salary uh, that time the uh, during circuit breaker uh-huh. some some of company go pay basic salary mm. some of company pay food mm. uh, something but uh, our boss uh, never pay basic salary and uh, never provide food also so you pay for your own food you order the food and yeah. they, they... Yeah, that time I pay my own food mm. uh, not only me there uh, my company around uh, 40 people mm. 40 person uh, is staying there also same same condition. Then we ask to the complain some MOM officer, mm. some American staff. Then they ask to our boss, then uh, pay them uh, food money. Okay. Because uh, two month food money never pay. Uh, then catering man say, uh, if you no pay this month, then uh, stop your food. Then we are asked to my boss, if you no, uh, no pay salary, also never mind. Mm. But you no pay food, we are dying. Yeah, I'm, then uh, boss pay. Of course, I mean you need food to survive. I mean you can't buy your own food because you don't have the salary, right? So I think the the most basic thing that they can provide you food is food. I'm glad they did eventually. So they did provide you food. Uh, but I also understand that you know you were the only one who then remained in the company. I think your your you you mentioned to me before that all your friends resigned. Uh yeah, the you know. The, our company, uh, there is think 40 people. Yep. This uh, boss never pay basic salary, never pay the food money. Then uh, people all got boring, mm. feel uh, depression. Then they no happy. After uh, my 39 people got 
left from company uh-huh. uh, find the uh, go other company ready but i cannot go i i have injury mm. uh, that's why i cannot go i am only staying there but uh, my boss said then uh, only you stay there the here who working then only can stay because uh, this on the work site okay uh, not the dormitory so you you can find the the dorm or go find the house then i pay you something okay then i came uh, here in uh, from october from october i staying uh, there so where are you staying right now uh, you know the educare okay educare boss uh, give me the house and uh, the staying mm-hmm. uh, staying place and the food also he give me okay that's good to hear he's a very good man he helped me also that's good to hear and i'm thankful that you are getting help from different places as well how was it like being inside the dormitory for six months you said that you know you you and your friends feel that you guys had depression and all that can you even go you know downstairs to walk around the work site and all that to just have some exercise or anything uh, because i think most of us in singapore during the circuit breaker we were locked down and we weren't really able to go out for three weeks uh, but after that at least we can go out put on a mask we can go outside and and you know do other things cannot go to the restaurant and eat yet and all that but you can still go outside uh, and exercise and all that you guys allowed to go downstairs i uh, we are uh, try to go for exercise uh, out of the room mm. then uh, we just walk then uh, the inchers dom inchers mm. they go shopping then we come back again to room oh, so they shouted at you and you can't do anything the ironing board podcast where we are now issues on board This episode is brought to you by Salesforce. Salesforce is proud to support the Ironing Board podcast. Salesforce has just launched its new Future of Work Now podcast series in partnership with Singapore Community Radio. You can tune in to the podcast via Singapore Community Radio's Facebook page with a new episode landing every Friday. The podcast features an amazing lineup of thought leaders, executives, and community advocates who will discuss key themes such as business a platform for change, the future of work, tech in hyperspeed, and the digital imperative. We're really excited to tune in and we hope it sparks some inspiration and innovation for you. The Ironing Board Podcast, where we are now issues on board. That's really unfortunate. I'm glad that you're out of the dormitory. I'm glad that you have a different place to stay right now. I hope you and your friends are having a slightly better life now as well, seeing that also COVID-19 has uh, improved slightly uh, in Singapore. We're not getting complacent. We are hope that, you know, things are going to get better. Uh, but Joe, I, I was just saying just now at the start of uh, this conversation that we, I always appreciate uh, migrant workers like you come to Singapore. Um, Thank you. And and doing the work that you are doing. Um, so from you yourself, do you think that Singaporeans are nice towards construction workers, migrant workers who are from, you know, like Bangladesh and all that coming to Singapore? Are they nice to you? Uh, yeah, that's uh, not bad. Okay. Do you feel that uh, people are talking to you nicely and all that? Do you feel that maybe our society... Uh, that means people in Singapore and all that. Sometimes when they go out, they don't want to mix around with you and all that. 
do you feel that this uh, one uh, sir i say honestly mm. the yeah, some the i, I cannot say uh, all the singaporean is very good yep i cannot say i say honestly what do you mean of course <laughs> I yeah, this is, I, it's an honest conversation so say what you feel <laughs> uh i i can tell uh, one story mm. uh shortly okay the last time i walking the in front of one condo okay in front of condo, in front of the condo. Little, okay yeah little job the they make uh, the longka longka already just a repair okay uh, repair the longka drain the drain, drain. that time uh, last time ready last time ready then uh, there are no place to eat mm. the shelter area no shelter mm. area so, uh, condo in front we setting the four person mm-hmm. setting there just eat okay then uh, come out the owner owner come out then shouting <laughs> shouting uh, then say i call your boss you uh, just move no move i call your boss i call police like that then we very scared ready oh, no. very scared uh, then uh, makan no finish no finish just close uh, close then uh, we are move ready uh. move ready this one is uh, this one i i say honestly if you don't mind no 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 uh, and i tell you i i tell you another story i i walking the that um, uh, bully bunli the they are also have uh, some same job the school in from bunli primary school in front mm-hmm. uh, then there we are walking after the some the school student mm-hmm. uh, they are uh, very very good uh, very kind okay the i i carry the wheelbarrow you know the wheelbarrow the wheelbarrow yeah, yeah wheelbarrow uh, soil i cannot uh, very difficult for me then uh, two two student mm. come uh, help me that's nice help me i very happy ready okay uh, it, they, they also help it's very nice to hear that you know despite there are some unfortunate singaporeans who are not very nice to you there are also nice ones and i'm also glad to hear that the people who actually help you are are students uh so the younger ones to hopefully show that you know we are bringing up a better generation and all that um but you feel that when you go out with your friends and all that can you tell if someone is just don't want to be close to you or don't want to talk to you and, and all are, are you able to tell this one uh, also have uh, i uh, i don't know singapore very well mm. the all the location uh, because i no time to see the singapore visit uh, watch the singapore all time i understand you work 7 days a week and all that so i understand you don't have time to walk around and all that but you know during off days i just wonder that if sometimes when you go to certain shops and you feel that you're not being treated the same way do you feel that at all uh, yeah uh, so uh, that's why i want to say the i go the outroom part the i find the hospital mm. then i ask the one guy uh they use the bluetooth mm. i ask the how how do go the the singapore national eye center okay then he uh, no talk just go uh, go away and i ask the another guy he uh, just open the uh, open the headphone just come uh, yes yes uh, how can uh, very close come uh. then i uh, yes say brother say then i say i i want to go the singapore national eye center then he give me uh, the direction and uh, very very helpful for me okay. very kind person okay yeah. so there are obviously the the good ones and the bad ones uh, and i'm glad that you can see that you know if not all singaporeans are 
nice towards you and your colleagues who have come to work in our country uh, that there are some of us who are very, very thankful that you came here, got injured. So I think as part of what we can do for you is really to help you out uh, for the work that you've put in seven days a week, 10 hours, 11 hours of working and all that, uh, that you got injured here, that we probably can help you out a little bit with your campaign right now to raise a bit of money for you, for yourself, for you to send back home to help out with your family situation uh, back home. But Joe, are you happy right now? Are you? Do you feel better? Do you feel happy? Now, I my condition is uh, uh, better mm-hmm. than before. Before I go, I cannot sleep okay. also. You know, the all depression, depression, this on thinking, this mm-hmm. on thinking. Then I go, oh, anytime I cannot mm-hmm. feel well. And now I, I, now I thinking not for mm-hmm. myself. Now I am okay. But I thinking only for my family. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's good that you're thinking of your family. But I just also want to remind you from one brother to another, uh, take care of yourself as well. If you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of your family. So I hope you're looking after yourself. If you got injured, you hurt your eye, you know, it will hopefully get better. But what's important also, you take care of your own feelings, you take care of your own mental health and make sure that you look after your own feelings. So make sure that you are, you feel good and then you can maybe work one day again and seek help for you to be able to help your family back home. Because if you are healthy, then your family will be taken care of. Like you said that, uh, because like you said, it's, you know, you, your purpose is to help your family. It seems that your family is very important to you. So do take care of yourself also. Yeah, okay. thank you, sir. Uh, don't call me sir. I feel very weird you call me sir. <laughs> I'm just n- n- another another being who's who's trying to do uh, things for you. I've done a small donation uh, to Dior on his campaign. Uh, so once again, it is rayofhope.sg slash campaign slash Rahman. That's R-A-H-M-A-N. If you want to make any amount of donation you are able to uh, do it there. We hope to raise $3,600 for George's living expenses and to do a bit of his loan repayment and also to help out with his siblings' education for about four months uh, or so. Uh, so you can donate any amount at all. Any amount would really help uh, to to get him to, to raise that amount of money because you know he's worked really hard. He unfortunately got injured in Singapore and we just want to give something back to him as well. Uh, Joe, thank you so much for telling your story. Uh, it's very interesting to finally understand how hard you guys work, the times that you guys were staying in the dormitory and all that. I want you to also give my best and give my positive vibes to your to your friends who maybe are now also still living in dormitory and, and if they are feeling down, tell them that, you know, don't worry, it will, it will end soon. Hopefully things will get better. Uh, very soon okay okay thank you sir thank i you just so want much. to ask you one more thing if there's something that you want to tell singaporeans okay about migrant workers like you uh what do you want to tell them uh i just want to say uh, honestly the we are the foreign workers so we just uh, expect from singaporean uh, respect us and 
uh, excuse us if we workplace uh, do something or uh, make uh, messy because we make messy for beautiful mm. or finish then become beautiful uh, if we cannot make messy then uh, we cannot make beautiful thank you so much your uh, it's very important i mean to treat our migrant brothers and sisters who come here to work as just another human being this episode is brought to you by salesforce uh, it's the future of work now podcast is available on singapore communities radio's facebook page with a new episode airing each week on friday the podcast features an amazing lineup of thought leaders executives and community advocates who will discuss key themes such as business as a platform for change the future of work tech in hyperspeed and the digital imperative We're really excited to tune into this podcast and we hope it sparks some inspiration and innovation for you. Uh, remember, you can follow me on Instagram. That's at Haikel Fahim, H-A-I-K-E-L-F-A-H-I-M. The podcast has its own page at The Ironing Board SG. Add me up on LinkedIn, connect with me there. Uh, just look up my name and you'll be able to find me. If you want to email me instead, You can do so at Heikel at theironingboard.sg or you can just use the contact form on our website. That's www.theironingboard.sg. Joe, thank you so much. Thanks for telling us your story. I hope you keep yourself safe. Uh, and, you know, I just wish you the very, very best. Give my best to your family if you speak to them next. Okay? Uh, thank you, Sat. Thank you. Thank you so much. Until the next episode where we do hope to keep ironing out issues on board. Keep well. Bye-bye. You're listening to The Ironing Board. 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 The Ironing Board, the ironing board. The ironing board. The ironing board podcast.